Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Oh, I zoned out to what I was going to say to intro the it's podcast. It's the same thing. You I say the forgot. same thing every episode. We do two shows a week. And you say the same more, thing on both of them. More than Fallon. That's actually... <laughs> Am I wrong? That's actually, that actually... <laughs> You do the same thing twice a week, so it should be harder for you to forget. I'm, uh, I've been late to everything this week. I uh-huh. really are. Yeah. Hey there, everybody. Welcome to Only Stupid Answers, the best damn podcast you can put your moist little ears into. This yes. is the podcast where we talk about movies. That's the one. TV shows. That too. Comics. I know. I said, play that like a guitar, didn't I? <laughs> They'll yeah. hear that. Yeah. I don't know if they will. Can I hear that? Wait, can you hear this? That might just be us. That might be us. Uh, but yeah, we talk about all the fun stuff, and we have a very special guest on today. Brias Rig. <laughs> Wait, everyone, turn to your right. Turn. I mean, left, your right. My, Sorry, my left, your, your right. right. Breeze Where over do there. I turn? <laughs> no, they're looking at you. Okay, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. In their cars, yeah. yeah. <laughs> for sure. Sorry, my bad. I wasn't clear. Yeah. Bree, thank you so much for joining us I'm today. I'm so stoked. Yay, it's going to yeah. be fun. Uh, we're talking about uh, some questions that you guys sent us, but yes. here, quick, we're going to do business up top. This podcast is hosted by a very tall boy named DJ. Uh, that's me. You can find me at DJ Talks Trash every place that matters, and across from me is Sam. Yeah, and I'm here. Uh-huh. <laughs> and uh, we uh, we like to talk about nerdy shit, and we're gonna. But today's a special episode because we're gonna be answering some relationship type questions for Valentine's Day. Yeah, we've never done this before, but we figured for Valentine's Day it might be a good time. We were nervous, uh, and so we wanted to in, uh, invite our knowledgeable friend Bree uh, to help us through this hard, tough time for us. <laughs> we're not um, talking about superheroes; it's scary. Oh That's my do, do people want comic books? <laughs> yeah. I, don't, I don't know. We'll just play <laughs> yeah. the, that Vince Vaughn movie where he murders all those prisoners on repeat. Oh, yeah. Cell Block? Yeah. yeah. What's Did it you Brawl yeah. and Cell Block? Yeah. yeah. Did you see that one? No. That is the one I missed at Fantastic Fest. No. But I feel like I saw something else at that time that was amazing. Yeah, I want to say that you enjoyed whatever you watched. <sighs> Wait, did you see Thoroughbreds? That was I the Anton Yelchin? Thoroughbreds. It's coming out. Did it already come out? It's coming oh. out soon in a wide release. Like I saw trailers for it yeah. at like the Arclight or something like that. So yeah. It's a good one. It's incredible. Brie, for oh. the kids at home that may not know who you are, Okay. let us know who you are. So, <laughs> my name is Brie, and... Who I've been doing YouTube for a long time, baby. A minute. It's been a minute. Uh, I actually just started doing my drunk movie reviews again on my channel. Nice. So yeah, we. I just did Paddington Two with Steve. I heard that's How amazing. Was it? Okay, so <laughs> unpopular opinion. I did not like it, but <gasps> Fair. Steve Steve didn't hate it. Okay. He loved the first one. Oh, okay. I never saw the first one. I haven't but seen the either. second one, I just could not get behind. It I'm, just, not, mm. I'm not a big fan of the CGI animal with the real people thing, but Same. I keep hearing that these are amazing, and I still haven't watched them. I watched part of the first one, and I'm like, oh, this is cute. But that's like what you say the whole time. It's like, oh, it's cute. Yeah. I think I would have loved it more if I had like closed my ears. Because like <laughs> bear. that bear it. is so cute. Uh-huh. It kind of looks like my dog Riggs <laughs> when it's not speaking. <laughs> and so when it's talking, it's like this British man. And so it's just like very hard to like... 
get behind get it. Get behind it and also like feel bad. I mean, that's a terrible thing to say. I feel bad for people that are struggling, but like it's a bear man. It's yeah. not like a bear kid. It's yeah. not yeah. like Oliver and Company where it's like a kid's voice or like Simba yeah. or Jonathan Taylor Thomas. You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, yeah. It's like Ben Wishaw yeah. from Perfume. <laughs> yeah. He played a murderer in that movie. It's hard to get behind Paddington. You, you just know can't I mean? get Ben Wishaw out of my ears. He was also uh, Q in the last two Bond movies. He was? I pl- I'm pretty sure that is true. You're pretty sure. I'm pretty sure. I mean, uh, I, I believe like, you. Ben Wishaw, again, talking about last names that sound like sound effects. Wishaw. Uh, Wishaw. Yeah. I was like, wait a second. Uh-huh. Um, very cool. Well, thank you for joining us, Bree. I'm stoked to be here. These yeah. questions I've been reading, uh, I started reading them last night when we tweeted out for them, and they're fun. They're really good. I was nervous, but they turned out really good. Mm-hmm. Uh, but before we get into uh, the meat and potatoes, uh, we've got something super exciting Oh, Coming we need to announce. this week, yeah. Well, we got a couple things. We always forget to do announcements until the very end. end. And these, these are so cool. So, uh, first off, yes. do, do we do which do we do first? Seattle, Let's Seattle. Do Seattle. Okay, so so we're going to be uh, Emerald City Comic Con is in Seattle at the um, beginning of March, first yes. weekend of March, and we're going to be there for mm-hmm. uh, Thursday and Friday uh, on the floor uh, hanging out. Uh, yes. So uh, you guys come see us, take photos or whatever. But also, if you we're going to do an official meet and greet. Um, at Outsider Comics and Geek Boutique. We will post this all on our social media as well so you can have the exact address. But they, they reached out. They wanted us to come over because this, this is an outlet that carried one of DJ's or a running of DJ's comic. Yeah. So we're going to do an event. Uh, we're going to like, I don't know, we're just going to be hanging out there. It's going to be new comic book day. You go buy your comics. You give us a little high five and that's it. It's going to yeah, be yeah, fun. Yeah, I'm going to do some signing of some of my comics. So that's Outsider Comics and Geek Boutique in Seattle. Mm-hmm. And we're going to be there on Wednesday, yes. January or, or February, February 28th. 28th. Thank you. And from uh, starting at 5 p.m. Mm-hmm. Um, so we're going to do uh, talk about that on social media. But also. Also, we're about to launch officially a new merch line, which is very exciting. We did yeah. do like a soft little like release. It's like, hey, we got a T-shirt that we actually ordered too many of. So just please buy these. But like <laughs> we wanted to get rid of those. But now we're actually like we have like new products and yeah. new designs and like exclusive stuff that might be lining up with some movie releases yep 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 it's very exciting uh and it's not just t-shirts we're selling like hoodies tank tops we got uh there's uh women's cuts for tank tops and shirts as well there's mugs there's uh stickers there's there's pillows and there's blankets and there's towels there's gonna be a bunch of flags you want a flag you can get a flag and there's phone cases i've got a little crazy and i started making everything and i just ordered ordered all of it if you go to sam's bedroom right now it's just stocked with only stupid answers merchandise and i actually spent all my money on it of the company's money. Well, no, I'm glad you didn't spend all the company's money. I didn't on want to spend all the company's money, but I wanted some help. Uh, we wanted, we need samples. What do you mean by flag? A yeah. flag. Yeah. It's an only. It's gonna be like a big flag, like yeah. a, a, a yeah. decent sized like flag. Like you could fly it up a flagpole. Flag. Like you could fly it up. It might be slightly smaller than that, but it. From a distance, you'd be like, yeah, that's the only stupid like answer flag. Like, you could flag. tie a nerd up by his underwear in that flag. Yeah. Yes, that's how this should be used. Yes, uh, absolutely. Actually, we're going to bring one of these flags to the event, because yeah. I want to get yeah. people to sign it. Yeah, I it's going to be really be fun. fun. But uh, So to, to keep track of that, that's coming out this week. So for more information, uh, follow us on Twitter, at OnlyStupidAnswers. Yank out the vowels from stupid. Yeah, so... Also, just yeah. really quick, uh, there might be some Patreon tie-ins, like if you are a contributor to like, even like the dollar tier, yeah. you might be getting discount codes so that you can say some money and there might even be a tier that gets you merch 
think every couple months or something like that. Yeah. Send right yeah. to you. That's maybe merch you can't get on the website. Just saying. There's might be, yeah. there's so might there's be happening. A, there's a ton of exciting stuff. If you want to uh, uh, know more about our social media and stuff like that, go to onlystupidanswers.com, which that might be looking a little different in the future, too. So stay tuned. Oh, shit, DJ. Yeah. You're getting creative? Yeah. So the, that's... Uh, <laughs> That is all that, uh, and and as always, you can listen to us on a ton of platforms. You already listen to us, so you you know the platform you like. But uh, we always love it when you go to iTunes and I give do. us a five star review. And if you write up a little review, we like to read those on the show. So be sure to do that. Do that real quick. I'd like to take a second to talk about Beachbody on Demand. Beachbody on Demand is an online fitness streaming service that gives you unlimited access to a wide variety of highly effective, world class workouts personalized to meet your needs. Beachbody On Demand also includes extensive nutritional content, all proven to help people achieve their health and fitness goals. Beachbody On Demand is the total package to help you become the total package this year. I want to be the total package. I want to be the total package. I want to be the total package. They have some uh, several familiar brands, including PO, P90X, Insanity, 21 Day Fix, T25, three-week yoga retreat and for me the one i like to use is shift shop and by the way that three week also has a three day in case oh, you're nice. uh, in case you're under uh, under the gun and you're like wait how can i get uh, how can i just feel a little bit better about myself pretty quick three-day yoga retreat was it was just even after the first day like there's some of the moves i couldn't do because i was i'm still like you know i haven't worked out in like what 20 years yeah so uh doing it was it was a bit of a challenge but at the end i was like i feel so accomplished i like my breathing yeah. is better like i'm like oh man i can see all the good in life now it was a it was a very good workout also i you uh, had recommended the 10 the 10 minute uh, 10 minute trainer yeah. yeah it was uh that was a that was also uh very i felt results i felt sore but i was like oh this is good sore this yeah. is like this is me getting healthier feeling better i'm gonna be fit yeah come july the uh working out can seem super intimidating but beachbody does a really good job of uh, giving you ways to ease yourself in even in the more intense workouts there's always a modifier that kind of does something that you're still getting a workout but it's less intense so that way you can ease yourself into stuff because for me it's always about starting a routine and i've loved having my beachbody routine uh, and it's helped me out a lot mm-hmm. and beachbody is super convenient you can get this on basically any device you want you can get absolutely it on your tv i do my computer and i stream it to my apple TV. That way, uh, when I'm like doing moves that have to face different directions, I'm like, don't worry. I got surround sound, <laughs> beach body. It's all around. Mm-hmm. Uh, beach body on demand has programs for any fitness level. That's what we were just talking about. Beach body on demand even has nutritional help. It's important to note: abs are made in the kitchen. How you eat affects how your body looks. Yes, you bake it in the oven. That's <laughs> exactly. How, yeah. but no, but like it's uh, dieting. It, you'll be surprised as soon as you kind of slightly alter your diet, how quickly you'll see more results. Absolutely, with Beachbody. and it's super affordable. You can try this amazing program, all 600 workouts and nutritional Jeez. information for free. That's so many. Plus, your annual subscription is cheaper than a gym membership. That is certainly true. Ooh, that made me sign up immediately. Yeah. Why you said that sentence, I signed you up for signed it. You signed up right immediately. now. Uh, if you want to sign up like Sam, you can give it uh, give Beachbody On Demand a free trial membership when you text STUPID to 303030. That's 303030. You will get full access to this entire platform for free. All the workouts and nutrition information free. Just text stupid that's s-t-u-p-i-d to 
303030 or 3030030. Now back to the show. All right. Really quick, we like to open up our show Brie, mm-hmm. with what we're into this week where we talk about just like a movie or TV show we think that people listening to this should be checking out like right now, right this very second. They should drop everything they're doing. If you're at work, go ahead, leave. Go to the movie theater and watch this movie. That's, that's basically the basic premise of it. Do you have one on the tip of your tongue or would you like a sec? No, I I have so many. I don't even know what to start with. Mm-hmm. I mean, smell. What is oh, oh, I, I, that oh. Was, that I was thought a, you said smell. Uh, <laughs> that smell. started as a short film that got picked up as a series on what network? Showtime. Showtime. Great, great, great. And, and I'm a huge Shameless fan. And nice. so oh. it's like you can binge the last season of Shameless and then go right to Smilf and binge that. Nice. And it's just, Who's the main actress? Similar. Her name is Frankie Shaw. And she wrote directed and stars in the entire series whoa wait every episode Uh, every episode that's nuts pretty sure every episode she wrote she or co-wrote every episode that's amazing she's incredible she was on uh blue mountain state is where i first was introduced to her and i was like wow this girl's amazing never heard of her and then smilf came out and i was like oh my god that's the girl from blue mountain state yeah and so i watched it and i was like I've never seen a pilot where I was just like so in. Mm-hmm. And I watched it and I was like, this is so different. I've yeah. never seen anything really like this before. And so I just loved it and I highly recommend it. That's, That's amazing. Awesome. And so it's it's based off her life, right? Like it's actually based on her her experiences, isn't it? I actually don't know. Okay. If, if it, it is, is, I'd yeah. be like, wow, she's <laughs> crushing it. Yeah. Because <laughs> it's, it's a, she's, it's the smell if it stands for single mom. I'd like to fuck. Yeah, I dare you say it. No, I, say it, TJ. no, weirdly, weirdly, I got thrown off by the eye. Like I'd like, wait, hold on, what's the I, IL? Hold on, yeah. there should be a T. There should be a T. Smell. Wait, wait, what's <laughs> happening right now? Uh, so thank you guys for helping me out on that one. Hey, yeah. Time. <laughs> and so it's just her dealing with being single with a little little snot nosed brat, right? With a child, yeah. and yeah. yeah, and Rosie O'Donnell is in it. What? She plays her bipolar mother. Oh, jeez, and. She has this amazing accent in it, and she never breaks the accent ever. And I'm just like Rosie. Yeah, where have you been? Yeah, I missed her. Yeah, I've always, I've always thought she was a really talented actress. Whenever oh she does God. stuff, but she doesn't. It's been forever. If you see Smilf, you'll just be like, oh my god yeah. like she deserves to be nominated for it for this role that's awesome yeah super cool so check that out on showtime sam very cool what do you got well i got two quick things uh-huh. one podcast listeners if you want something really fun to listen to a very fatal murder it's an onion <laughs> podcast the onion made a true crime podcast it's that's like great. how it based, the premise is how can we find the perfect crime that will get us the most awards for a <laughs> podcast and that's the premise of it and it's so like at first i'm like oh, okay I, I enjoy these jokes and then it genuinely made me like crying i I was laughing out loud funny it was so so good like he got this guy in new york goes to a small town and like it's how out of depth he is of yeah. what's happening around him and like he immediately says like oh he did it like he's yeah. like and it's like and it's like but how do we prove he did it and it's, and it's like there's no evidence that this person did it he's like but he must have you know like look at him and yeah. it's like that's the entire premise so if you want something and it's only six episodes at most they're like 30 minutes at Usually, though, they're like 10 minutes, so you can finish it. I finished it in a car ride. Yeah. So, and also, I just probably did it double speed. But uh, <laughs> the other thing I want to talk about is the big release that snuck up on us, Cloverfield Paradox. Yeah, this was mine, too. Let's, uh, and Brie, you saw it as well. So yeah. we can dive into this And I thought bit. about, like, do we like maybe switch up this episode to talk about it? I'm like, no, nah, I don't want to do nope. that. Nope. And then nope. you saw the movie, and you're like, no, nah, nope. I'm good. It's I don't okay. want to do that. <laughs> uh, so we saw it. 
uh, quickie poll of what we think of it because at first I was like, oh my god, because of the just the the magic of the release of it. I'm yeah. like, oh wait, this is actually not a not a great movie, Brie. <laughs> oh, it's trash. Mm. This film mm. is trash. It yeah. does not belong in the Cloverfield universe mm. at all. Mm. Yeah. In fact, it was almost like like. It was just an excuse to make a movie like in the Cloverfield. Like I, I, I almost wonder like what's the point of a prequel when we kind of I would rather see it like sort of wrap up. But then Steve was explaining to me that it's just like <laughs> JJ just wanted to create sort of an anthology universe yeah. for this. And I was like, movies are anthologies. Yeah. <laughs> like that's what they are. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, it's not a series. This is not Black Mirror, although this felt like a shitty episode of Black Mirror. <laughs> yeah. It's interesting because one of the things I liked about the idea of Cloverfield, the way I perceived it two movies in, was that this is a way to give sci-fi movies that might not uh, get the play because they don't, they're not part of a franchise uh-huh. to be a part of it but not have to tie into some greater thing because these movies aren't supposed to be connected and then the end of this movie happened and the what looks an awful lot like spoilers by the way spoilers I guess it's, the movie's been out a week you've seen it uh uh, and if, if you haven't, don't. Don't. don't you're don't. fine. Because I would recommend seeing Event Horizon. It's basically the same movie, but better. I'd See, recommend seeing Alien. Yeah. <laughs> also basically the same movie and significantly better. better. Significantly yeah. better. But at the end, a monster that looks suspiciously like the original Cloverfield monster pops it's up. It's higher than the fucking clouds? Yeah. Are you kidding me? And then it's like, wait, so are these movies supposed to be connected? And that, to me, that kind of like short circuits what made the concept of Cloverfield cool was that they're not supposed to be connected. Yeah. At first, they definitely were supposed to be like a like a trilogy or something with that fucking monster from the yeah. first one. Then they made Cloverfield, uh, 10 Cloverfield Lane, and that was aw- like such a so good movie. Good. Yeah. I loved it. But it was good outside of what Cloverfield is. It, was it, just- it existed without, like it was so fine. Mm-hmm. Yeah. This, it felt like a reach. It felt like a cheap grab at the end. Yeah. And especially the, the father daughter storyline between yeah. like the girl that he finds during the attack Gugu's yeah. husband yeah and then um so that's yeah, how you say that her name right Gugu and yeah. Bathara yeah. yeah um yeah so they he finds this girl the first of all they don't tie up that nope. story at all second of all this Cloverfield monster is huge yeah apparently it's like it's not even in the same realm either but again so that's so we went through all we jumped through all (laughs) the cubes we jumped through all the hoops to tie this into the main series even though it's not really tied into the main series and even though the cloverfield monster from the first movie is in this one at the end it's not the same monster apparently and and also the that that whole subplot bothered me because it clearly only exists to build up to the twist at the end. Mm-hmm. That's it, the shitty it, sci-fi channel movie, original movies they'd always do, where it's like, oh no, we. I remember I watched one and it felt like the same feeling I had at the end of it, where like these people got trapped in the desert and then ants got smart and they like started eating people. <laughs> I'm not gonna go deeper into that. Yeah. And at the end, they're like, we killed the queen, we're fine. And then what happens when they're driving away? Uh oh, one of the ants is in the car, so that must be that the ants are still gonna come back. That's what. That, how stupid that is. Yeah. Please, how stupid this was it was yeah. like also it's bigger than the clouds oh, it's yeah. like over a whole state it's yeah. enormous yeah and, and it's interesting because it seems so like stupid. the theme they're trying to build to is this idea of hope against hopelessness 
until the end and then it's like oh never mind there's monsters destroying everything they shouldn't come home and it's like wait what the what the fuck have we been talking about for two hours like what's happening so So the original premise of it of like they have a particle accelerator in space and we basically it feeds into all fears that we have of particle accelerators just because people don't know what they are they're like they don't know what they do they're like what happens if it opens a portal to hell it's like that's not it's not what it does all right but it's like they're like what if though and i'm like okay and then you have donald lowe being like monsters from the sea yeah we'll crawl out and it's like what are you what are you what book did yeah. you write how does he know yeah <laughs> by the way donald lowe is a tremendously talented actor i believe terriers might still be on netflix if it's not go find terriers it was a one season wonder on fx and it's so worth watching but anyway anyway that's the, the point. acting was so bad in this movie so and it was bad. such a solid cast yeah it was uh-huh. they were so disappointed they were, Way overqualified. Because of uh, San Junipero. So I was like, oh, yeah. she's like in Cloverfield. She's incredible yeah. outside of this film. And, yeah. Like, yeah. like uh, the movie Belle. I've never seen Belle. She was incredible. Also, she was the uh, feather duster in Beauty and the Beast, just saying. Oh, she was. I'm just throwing, I'm just oh, throwing yeah. that out yeah. there. Yeah, yeah. I'm glad she got her due with Disney. Yeah. At the very I, least. Feel, yeah. I feel like every really intense, traumatic scene, like anytime someone gets taken out in some way, like the reactions just get less and less. Yeah. Like in the <laughs> beginning, they were all freaking out the, when the first person dies. And yeah. then every other death, like Chris O'Dowd gets like disemboweled by like this metal. Yeah, which by the way, how does that scene no... even work? Because they I set it up. I don't know. There's a magnetic pool. All his tools are getting... Uh, pulled off you're like okay and he just did this there's this magic metal ball bearing like, thing it's like uh, a welding yeah tool. like a magnetic filing and it yeah, starts yeah. and it starts pulling out and you're like oh the mag- magnetism is pulling that out and it's going to spear him and then it grabs him and sucks him to the other wall and you're like wait what the fuck is going oh, on oh yeah right none now? of this makes sense i know but the then way. his arm gets off but it's not his arm it's yeah. his arm that guys i'm sorry we're explaining it the best we can right now of what happens in this movie because at first it's really cool of like you go over to another universe things get messed up cuz like teleportation things like that yeah. i like the idea of one guy has things that are stuck in him because of teleportation and things yeah. got messed up or the one person survived yeah. yeah and like the other one crashed and yeah. like but that doesn't make sense because the ship and the planet were on the other side of the fucking solar system. So no. who did you hit? Yeah. And how did she end up in there? That doesn't make any sense. Yeah. It doesn't make any sense. None of it made any sense. And I just feel like it got, yeah, like the acting, like everyone stopped acting at a certain point. Yeah. Yeah. Chris O'Dowd, none of his jokes landed. Like he was the comic relief, yeah. but nobody laughed. Apparently no one in space has a sense of humor. Nope. Yeah. Um, and then, yeah, it was just like all of a sudden they... <laughs> so the reason this whole thing happened, the Cloverfield monsters happened, is yeah. because of this rift yeah. that they fucked up. So they're apparently they're the reason why the monsters landed on Earth. Yeah, which is not as scary as monsters just landing on Earth. No, nope. <laughs> like if it just happened. Yeah, that's then you're like, oh scarier. shit, what do you yeah. do now? It's like, oh, it's a rift. It's like Pacific Rim. We just have to seal the rift at the bottom of the it's sea, and so we're far good to go. If you made a two part movie where it's like first part is astronauts, like yeah. they're somewhere else, then you tell a second movie of husband on the earth and that's when you start to see these monsters and like the cliffhanger of the last movie was you come down you see this fucking giant ass thing come out of the clouds and then you follow the rest of the story of like all of a sudden there's a rift and these things are just like walking around now on the earth like that's cool yeah you're gonna throw that idea away because none of that's possible anymore and i don't give a shit like it doesn't matter uh i think the I don't. I was about to say my fan theory of like what I thought this entire movie means, but I don't think it matters. No. I don't think it matters. Of like, I thought because there's two universes, they made a hole and it created a ripple effect in other universes, and that's where movie A happened and Ten Cloverfield Lane happened. Yeah. But nothing 
supports that in this Wait, movie. Really? That's what I thought happens because I thought that too. Okay, yeah. but like that's what I thought they said. But then I'm like, then why did the main big monster show up on this Earth? And why are like why? Like I just yeah. have too many questions at that point. And also, Black Mirror doesn't have an episode that explains why all the other Black Mirror episodes happen. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> they just have different episodes. It's just they just keep going. Like that's you don't... the garbage with all of this is nothing makes sense because. The, these movies were already made, and then J.J. stamped the Cloverfield onto it yeah. and then added some scenes to it. Yeah. And, and see, I'm all for the stamping the Cloverfield onto it to get eyeballs on it. That it's make the, it good. It's the adding scenes. It's the adding scenes part. It's like just because every time we cut to Earth, all the tension in space, we just lost all that. And, and this movie reminded me a lot of the other movie I watched on the plane was The Mummy. And that movie had, ze- even though it's ostensibly a horror movie, it had zero interest in creating tension or like building that. And this movie felt the same way where it's just like they're just throwing things at you and it's like, well, maybe take a second. Let me feel scared for no, no. any of this. No, no. Anyway, I, I uh, don't see it. The marketing was cool. No, you you summed it up. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Actually, before we get into these questions, because they're really good, we want to talk about our friends over at ZipRecruiter really quick. Because if you guys are hiring, because I know you guys are, posting your position to job sites and waiting and waiting for the right people to see it can be taxing, can be stressful. Well, our friends over at ZipRecruiter knew there was a smarter way. So they built a platform that finds the right job candidates for you. ZipRecruiter learns what you're looking for, identifies people with the right experience, and invites them to apply to your job. They're doing all that work for you. It's amazing. In fact, 80% of employers who post their job to ZipRecruiter get a quality candidate through the site in just one day. Super quick. You don't even need to stress. Throw that stress out the window because ZipRecruiter, our pals over there are going to help you out. The right candidates are out there. ZipRecruiter is how you find them. Businesses of all sizes trust ZipRecruiter for their hiring needs. Right now, our listeners can try ZipRecruiter for free. It's our favorite price for free. free. Just go to ZipRecruiter.com slash stupid. In case you missed it, here it is. That's ZipRecruiter.com slash stupid. Stupid. You know what? One more time. May I? Yes. Here we go. ZipRecruiter.com slash stupid. ZipRecruiter, the smartest way to hire. Now back to the show. Let's hop into questions. We asked you guys to email us, like old people, uh, (laughs) your your questions uh, that have to do with relationships or dating or what have you dj <laughs> you flipped through these last night was there yeah. one that you wanted to well, ask first let's let's uh let's start with this one uh, we're not going to say names uh and i'm saying that out loud partially to remind myself uh-huh. but we're not going to say names oh but we're not saying names we're not saying names yeah. we're okay. just going to read the and email and thank you for saying that because i almost said oh we have one from <laughs> yeah you don't yeah yeah Wait, that's, okay yeah yeah, yeah. so these we're not are anonymous we are, yeah. we're, these are anonymous um and you can send emails if you want to ask us more in-depth questions you can send them to ask at only please uh uh, in the subject line, put fit to air so that we know you're good with us reading your question on the air. Yes. Uh, is it okay if I assign names to these people? Oh, please, please do. do. Okay. I, I kind of wish we'd done that. Like, the, what is it, Dear Abby or whatever, where yeah. it's like, yeah, so and so. Dear Heartbroken. Yeah. <laughs> uh, hi, Sam and DJ. This was before uh, uh, we announced Brie was coming on. Uh, so I know. Y- you said in the past that you might not be the best at giving relationship advice. That is true. Uh, but I really need some help. I went through a really rough breakup two years ago, and I'm still not totally over it. The whole story is really long and quite sad, but I, a shorter version is my girlfriend broke up with me by ghosting me before I moved to pursue my dream job. She made it seem like we would still be together long distance, but the weeks leading up to the move, I didn't hear a word from her. 
The last contact I had was after I left a voicemail while sobbing, asking what was happening with us. And she texted back saying she wished me luck and, quote, I didn't like saying goodbye. Uh, This girl was was my first love and my first queer relationship, uh, a double whammy. So it's hindering me from pursuing new relationships. We still haven't spoken and I still don't know why she chose to end it like that. There have been a few people that I really liked, but now I'm very cautious and afraid of putting myself out there and possibly getting my heart broken again. Any advice about moving on and finally getting closure uh, would be absolutely appreciated. Thank you both so much. And anyone got a name that you want to assign to this? That is super queer. There you go. <laughs> there you go. Oh, that's queet. That's queet. That's queet. <laughs> yeah, it's queet. <laughs> oh, uh, you're my super queer. Thank you. Mm. Oh, not me. That's, them. 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 Oh, okay. yeah, yeah. That makes more sense. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I got. Uh, I got nothing for you. Oh, nothing? <laughs> I, got, I got nothing for you. Well, we, that's a was, that's a real bummer. This was actually the question we got that's like the spurred on the idea of us yeah. doing this episode. Uh, I I've been on both sides i think we got another question later about like ghosting where right. i've messed up and i get insecure and i run away oh and i do that yeah. too and it's but and not it, in relationships not in a not in a relationship that's but, fucked up yeah because mm. yeah it sounds like you guys were dating for a while and uh, and this is me putting that out this out there i've never been in a relationship with someone of the same sex so i don't know i know there's going to be cultural things and also emotional things of opening up like that so i don't under i have never had to go through that i don't know what that is like um so all i can say is for this that having a good support system with any heartbreak that you have is going to be the most helpful thing because you're going to retreat in like you say you have and you don't you don't want to open up to people anymore having a support system of friends or maybe therapists that's not a bad idea of talking to someone and talking through these feelings that you have because you can't make this person talk to you there's like you could even if you kidnap them if don't do that uh don't do that uh but like they're not gonna talk they're not gonna talk to you and they're not gonna give you the answers you want yeah right what do you guys think am i am i off or yeah i don't think you're gonna necessarily get the closure you need out of this but i will say first of all breakups are hard second of all long distance relationships are hard they suck third i think this sounds more about them and less about you Mm -hmm. i think this was them trying to not break their own heart you know what i mean i don't think this has anything to do with you but the fact that i think i think you mentioned it's been two years and you can't move on i would recommend going to therapy yes because i i don't know how else you're gonna you need to talk it out and work through it like in in depth in detail it's not your fault clearly you're not the person who did something wrong they are and so you kind maybe you need someone to explain their behavior to you so you can understand it because clearly you're not going to get it from that person which sucks and is garbage and if you ghost somebody and when you're in a relationship you're a shithead yeah Yeah. like plain you're committed to each other you're a shithead yeah. yeah, put that. We're gonna put that on a pillow. Yeah. Yeah. We're gonna put this on the only stupid answers flag. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah you're a shithead. <laughs> I want to fly that out of my car. Yeah, uh, and this yeah. brings up. Um, uh, that's some really good advice, Bree. Uh, this brings up a good Thank point that, that this is us. Uh, also, Sam, um, you know, we're we're giving you our best opinion on this stuff, um, but we're not therapists. We're not whatever. So sometimes with the deeper, heavier stuff. Um, you know, it's not it's it's not a bad thing to go seek help 
from professionals. I don't know how to drive that home more because on what we do, yeah. we like we've only had like two episodes where we really like dive into stuff that has like kind of like shaped us, but, and that's yeah. been, those have been really fun. Those are personally those have been really really fun episodes, and we get to open up, but like. I don't know where I was going with that. <laughs> I, have, I have no idea where I was going to go. Point with is, that. sometimes it's good to get professional help from from psychologists, psychiatrists, and stuff like that. Yeah, and, and sometimes it's, it's good to hear that. Hey, this is not on you at all. Yeah. If anything, you are the open, honest one in this relationship, and they just bounced and bailed on you, and that sucks. Like, yeah. and think of it this you way. are my super queero. This is not on you. Yeah. yeah. Like, and see, we have no stake in who you are and how your life runs. We just totally. we want the best for you because yeah. we don't want bad things that happen to people who are awesome who support the show and listen to us but it's like yeah we're telling you that like this isn't on you this is not this has nothing to do with you you get you if you want to date more people and when you feel right for it just be as open as you possibly can and be like hey i had a shitty ass breakup that i had like literally they took all the control away so i'm gonna need to take baby steps here yeah Yeah. and And if you meet the right person then they're gonna be okay with that yeah i i and um all the best decisions in my life were incredibly scary uh, and were usually preceded by a significant amount of failure. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so at a certain point, you have to... It's I, I would recommend that it is in your best interest to take those risks. And, and in taking risks, you... Um, uh, open yourself up to, to failure or defeat and... It, Learning to deal with that and process that is is a is a positive thing I think in life. Mm-hmm. I agree, and I think definitely like reflecting and and breaking down like the last few months of that relationship and just like kind of seeing like where the other person went wrong and not necessarily you, but like your expectations were obviously way different. So just to like analyze like maybe signs that they were pulling away or maybe they weren't which is even worse yeah uh, i was in a relationship not even a relationship but i was dating this guy a couple of years ago like 2013 and the first date i was just like oh my god i never wanted to get married i didn't see that for myself but i was like oh my god this is the person and i just like felt it in my heart but he was so not ready to like be in a relationship and i was I had been in like a manipulative friendship and so I sort of saw some signs of like manipulation in this courtship whatever it was only two months we were together but I I broke it off because I didn't want to get manipulated by him and the second it was over it was over and I still to this day think about like what could have been with that and it's still like it it haunted me for years Mm -hmm. like even though I was the one that ended it it's still like I couldn't get over it because I felt like that person was so perfect for me they just weren't at that place yeah and I still think about it but at the same time as like now any relationship that I have after that was just like oh this is what I'm not looking for in a person mm-hmm. was everything this guy was to me. I can't have that in a relationship because it will destroy me. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And that's yeah. good to learn too. That's so you can protect yourself. Uh, yeah. A big thing with my, uh, uh, that my parents always instilled me with is, is specifically my mom is all you can do is the best you can do with the information you have at the time. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? You make mm-hmm. the decisions you make with what you, what you know at the time. And it's usually fine. It's usually fine, and, and everybody moves on, and it's okay, and all you can do is the best you can do. And by the way, just on long-distance relationships, I have done that. I've done long-term, long-distance relationships. They are highly stressful, uh, mm-hmm. and it it can cause you to retreat into yourself a lot. Like, you can't, or not, or just into the relationship, because you have to, it's so much time and effort that you have to put into it that you sometimes 
stop spending time with people who are actually close to you, who are actually near you, who can help you, you know, feel better. Um, and when those collapse, it's so much. Not it can't like any breakups hard like we've said, but like it it gets harder because there's literally a huge distance between you two. Like where some people would think that that's a that's a plus, so you're like, oh, they're not in my. I don't see them every day. That should be easier. It's like no, actually, you don't get to like maybe talk to them and try to like figure it out or the people like the people who are actually close to you in your life that are near you don't really have a sense of who that other person was even if they met them like one or two times like they can't really help you try to figure out who that person was so it's like long distance like you can't say no to it because sometimes it does work out and you do people do figure it out but it is a thousand times more stressful than a normal relationship of a person close to you. So yeah. relationships are pretty stressful. Oh, they are. <laughs> yes. Oh, but then you're like you have to plan like Skype dates and you have to like make sure you're like texting every day and like keep doing updates and stuff like that. Yeah. Like, it's not like checking in, but just like since I can't go see this person right yeah. now, I have to like I've done it so far that I need to fly to a person. Like it's like that's that's not easy. But uh, mm-hmm. hey, we got a that was a, a deep question. Thank yeah. you so much for sending that in. Uh, but we got a fun question here. From a name that I will not say out loud. <laughs> we'll make up a fun name. <laughs> Thank yeah. you. Uh, I have two questions. What is the best way to write slash frame an online dating message? I write a fair amount of messages, but don't get any responses. Also, there's a two-parter. Actually, we'll go. We'll tackle this. And the second part is actually really interesting because we started getting like started like really like diving into it after. But first up, writing framing online message. He's not getting a lot of responses. It's yeah. a he. I'll just say he. Yeah. Uh, and. Um, do we have any advice for this young man? I've never done the online dating scene. Ooh, you're not missing out. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> it's fine. Yeah. It, I've like I did Tinder for a little while and there's times when it's fun. There's times when it's like if you get on the same page with the person where it's just like, "Hey, this is fun dating." It's just like, "Hey, we're going to have a fun date." Yeah. It's like not even trying to think about like if you're going to do like making out or anything further from that it's just like hey fun dates because first dates for me have usually always like there's always been bad ones always a lot of fun they're like because you just go out to a fun bar or there's like fun music and you get to just like connect with the person and you know like some of their interests and you're like obviously if you've gotten this far you probably have similar interests so you get to dive into that and really like find out more about the person so it could be really exciting as for messages though that's tough no. there's not really people are shallow on <laughs> yeah. dating this sounds like a, an app it sounds yeah. like an app and it people are going to be extra shallow because i've been extra shallow on there because you're just looking at a photo and then making a split second decision yeah yep so based on that yeah it sounds like you got a photographer friend yeah take a take a go get iron a nice shirt go out take a photo you want to be in a field get like daisies all around you yeah. i don't know like some <laughs> some maybe like lean into like the funny aspect of it you can have fun like that yeah uh, there's there's people out there that like have like, okay, like no, designs of it. Here, here we go. Here, here's how I think we do this. Yes. Uh, uh, I'm gonna ask Brie and Sam. What Brie, if you're if you're have you done online dating before? Yeah. What do you look for? Like what catches your eye? Anybody who's funny and not creepy. There you go. <laughs> there's, you know, some people just look creepy in their pictures. Yeah, don't do that. There's yeah. I'm gonna name this guy thirsty okay. just because anyone who posts online is thirsty uh, yes. Inc- myself included oh, i'm, well, the, I'm yeah. the thirst thirstiest uh-huh. so <laughs> dear thirsty yeah. <laughs> uh yeah try not to be creepy mm-hmm. in your pictures um i don't like group photos no that's never a good one i've it's also always... heard being one-on-one in a picture with another girl makes it seem like you're in a like you're in a relationship looking for like a side thing going on yeah i've heard that too yeah so don't do that 
Yeah. Uh-huh. Don't do that. I mean, post a pic with a cute animal. That's always classic, a good, good classic thing to do. Yeah. I would honestly approach it less from like a photo aspect. I'm sure your pictures are fine. I'm sure your profile's fine. It's like full of your interests, right? Like that's the point is you fill out. It, it takes three hours to fill out an online profile. Yeah. Especially on like OkCupid or something. It's like you answer a thousand questions. So it's like it's only <laughs> matching you with people who have like done similar things whereas tinder it's just like very random yeah. it's taking your facebook likes which no one remembers what those are like yeah. you, you I did it back in 2007, in 2007. <laughs> yeah i'm they don't sorry matter. but uh paramore is not my favorite band anymore what? i'm just kidding you, you mean like, like, it was fan? i'm just kidding it was never my favorite <laughs> band. oh i was gonna say i'm just kidding i still love that band <laughs> Haley, are you out there? Uh, yeah, I don't think people are people. If they saw that they liked the Big Bang Theory on Facebook, I'm sure they would undo it at this point. But uh, just kidding. I don't know. I don't want to offend people. But um, no, you can. Okay, cool. Yeah, yeah. I would just approach like the first message to somebody as more of like, a, here's what I have to offer you as like no. a, hey, if we were to go on a first date. And I could take you to A, B, and C. Which one would you want to go to? Or something where Aww. it's just like, I don't know. It's not creepy. It's yeah. giving someone else the power to like define the first date in a way. And so I think that's like a good, instead of like a cheesy pickup line or something that you send every single person. Yeah. It's very obvious to tell, by the way, when like you clearly sent that same message to like 20 other girls. Yeah. Like, hey, beautiful, or like, nice. you up, or mm-hmm. whatever. It's like, <laughs> oh, the romance is boiling over. You up. Yeah, which, hey, if if they're down, <laughs> get it. There you go. Just saying. Mm-hmm. But also, like, there's something to be said about taking your time to, like, look through someone's profile and craft a message based on their likes and interests. Yeah. And I think a lot of people don't do that. I like the date thing. I like the three suggestions of the date because, like you said, it gives them a little choice, but it also up front you've already done half the planning for what the first date will be exactly. so it's one of these i like that i like the uh, simplification of, of that uh, speaking of your you up there was one it was you hungry and it's like see it's not like implying anything it's like everyone loves to eat like, that's, every, that's a good one that's yeah. a good you one hungry is you're a hungry. good yeah. i think i would have a positive response to that so, you hungry what about you sam what, what would you look for well it, here's a little advice being a boy yeah. who uses like tinder and stuff like that because uh, just in society it's usually that men will reach out first uh, it's always cool when women reach out first it's, it's like it's always like a oh thank god <laughs> like i don't <laughs> I don't have to think of anything. Uh, no. But then, and but, um, sorry. <laughs> there we go. Uh, just, just so you know, you you can try as many tactics as you want. Sometimes, guys, like I it definitely when I was doing it, I'd be sending out like I'd mainly get like a ten percent return on any messages I got. It was yeah. there would be sad nights. You'd be like, you send you send a message out, and you're just like, oh, that's a bummer. Yeah, they seem like, really cool. It's but, like me reaching out to artists for my comments. There you go. See exactly <laughs> yeah. the yeah. same. Yeah. Uh, but it's because you're going into a pool of so many so random many. people. It's yeah. not like it, I mean, if you went on to like farmersonly.com or something like that it's like then you would have a common interest yeah. but because the websites are so generic and the mm-hmm. apps are so generic you're getting randos so they could see like oh i like comic books and be like i'm out you know uh, what i mean where it's like which sucks but like it happens yeah it happens yeah he happens <laughs> yeah so just uh, just try not to get too bogged down by it because it, it's it is just tinder and yeah. uh if you want to take a more serious approach like okay cupid or like match.com or something like that like there, there's those options as well uh but i like i like your suggestions of like suggesting date ideas that's like 
that's cute and it's fun and also it could be like a game that you play like oh no we're gonna go to we'll just drive to like napa valley or something yeah. like that I was like okay i don't have the money for that but <laughs> we could try yeah sure. i mean just yeah like i said just don't be creepy like, yeah. just don't be like you have beautiful eyes like as your first message it's like okay you haven't seen my eyes in person yeah, like, so you don't know picture, you don't know yeah. you're yummy like <laughs> yeah <laughs> like i've just get so like i've gotten so many creepy things that i was just like by block mm-hmm. yeah but if you come at it with a joke yeah and not just like a pickup line joke i mean yeah, like an like actual legit. joke yeah or hey like even like what's your favorite emoji like why did you put those emojis in your profile yeah. or just something where it's like you paid attention just a little bit of attention that's mm. all we really want yeah. i did that Isn't once that sad? <laughs> yeah it's so it's so easy because yeah. so you literally write it out uh yeah. there was uh one girl like years ago that was really into wwe and i was like i know nothing about this so yeah. i was like oh, i'll like i'm like hey uh like you like uh john cena or some shit like i was like i'm just <laughs> naming like one of the a movie stars now from yeah. that and she said that's not funny and I'm like oh I'm sorry I didn't mean to be offensive he's like well you already were and I'm like well go ahead just torch this it's yeah. <laughs> like you have responded angrily and you're just gonna, you keep engaging and I'm like I'm just gonna I'll delete I'll yeah. get out of here because yeah. I wasn't trying to be I was just trying to be charming that's just, yet another yeah. thing about text communication is you don't really get yeah. the, the Intent. intent. Yeah, yeah, you don't get the intent behind it. But to correct that, I would just be like, hey, can you teach me about wrestling? Yeah. Like, that might have been a better... Like, if you don't True. know anything yeah. about it, like, yeah. be like, I don't know anything about this, but this is a fascinating world. Uh-huh. Yeah. Can you I explain? Could, I could have come off as someone posing as knowing yeah. things. Like, John Cena, yeah, I'd love him. Like, <laughs> yeah. like I should have been like, Haha, I know him. <laughs> yeah. How about, how about you take me to... Uh, to World the wrestling, wrestling event. <laughs> you figured out yeah, the acronym, didn't you? Yeah. <laughs> WWE. But uh, speaking of, we were talking about creepy. There's another question here from the same guy. Uh, what, thirsty. Uh, <laughs> thirsty. Thirsty asks, what is the best way to approach girls at, say, the mall? I don't know how to approach <laughs> girls in public without coming off awkward. I really don't know if there's a way to approach someone I'm interested in if they are with someone else or in a group. Thanks for the help. Yeah, that's not, that's not something I've ever uh, decoded the idea of like picking somebody up at the bar like a random person I've always been you know you get to know somebody like either through work or friend groups or whatever you, you develop a rapport and then you're like hey you know maybe we go grab a bite to eat or something they'll random like hey that girl's cute I here's think, my number it's like what's happening I think right that's now? an imaginary scenario that happens in movies and TV shows <laughs> I don't think that actually happens is that I'm guessing that's people have probably done that to you in like public yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I actually prefer meeting somebody in person and really? then getting asked out. But like yeah. a, like you're just chilling at the bar and a guy idles up next to you and he has a great joke about emojis, like that type of situ- if, situation? If, yeah. I mean, you just know right away. Like you can click with somebody right away or you don't. Okay. And there's always a creepy approach. Like it's yeah. like... It's so easy to be like, oh, no, I'm just not interested. Like, it's just, you know, within, like, a second if you're interested or not. Like, it's just, I don't know. It's the way someone comes up to you. Like, how fast are they they running up (laughs) to you? Why are they sweaty? Like, what's going on? (laughs) Why are they huffing and puffing? Are they chasing you three blocks, like, which has happened to me? It's like... Really? I have... Like Guys people are weird. just people will just like literally cling and like follow you and ask, and talk to you and ask even though I'm walking away from you you're following me no no like if you want to go up to somebody in public and 
they start like kind of walking away from the conversation while it's happening. They're not interested. I was about to yeah. say that's a subtle hint. That's it's a like good no, subtle yeah, it's, hint. Not, it's not a subtle hint. It's a, it's a Them direct li- like literally leaving. The closest you. I get to that is when I was like working in retail and a customer come up to you and they'd be like way into your personal space and so you step back mm-hmm. and then they like move in. It's like no, you're not. You're not getting it. I don't. This is uncomfortable for me. You need to stay where you are, and then I'm going to move back a couple paces. You should have taken some merchandise down and just kind of like held it between you two. Yeah. It's like this is how much space we need. Yeah. <laughs> I think the best way to approach someone is to get some good eye contact from mm. a distance. Yeah. And if you get that back and forth eye contact, you're good. Mm-hmm. You can mm. approach safely. Maybe yeah. a smile, and you're a like, smile, okay, yeah. yes. Uh-huh. If you get a smile, you're you're good. I've never had that when I was like super young. <laughs> never ever had never had that. Uh, when I was super young, uh, I was like with a f- some friends and we like drove down to like Third Street Promenade, Santa Monica. If you guys don't know, it's just a very fun uh, place with a lot of shops and you can walk around and get food and it's 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 very nice. Uh, and there's always so many pretty people. It's so like pretty yeah. pretty boys, pretty girls. And I'm like, okay, just like th- like this person like looks my age and like my friend was like, you could just just go say hi, just go say she's pretty and then you can just just walk away after yeah. that. And I'm like, okay. And then you vomit. Twenty minutes go by, and yeah. I'm like, I'm not like staring at her or anything. I'm just, I know that she's in the store, and I'm like, okay, just go in and just say, hi, sorry, I just say you're pretty. And I eventually did that, but I, I was, I finally like looked up, and I was like, hi, sorry, I just thought you were very pretty. Uh, have a good day. And I turned around and I walked away as fast as no! humanly possible. I was like, without running, it was just speed walking. I was like, yeah. never do that again, never ever. I was, I hated that. But like in other public like places, like. Like a party with friends, or like a, a like a kickback like that, I feel way more comfortable since it's like a smaller area, and I could just be like, "Hey, do you want a drink? Get you a drink?" Totally. Or like, "Or hey, let's go get snacks. Something you can get snacks. Everyone loves snacks." A party is so much easier to meet someone because it's almost like the select group of people that are at the party. It's almost like the person who invited them. Like you, tr- if you trust that person, then it's like you kind of trust everybody who's at their home or wherever the party is. Yeah. So yeah. it's always easier to approach somebody that way. Mm-hmm. Um, that is a good way to meet people is going out and even. If you're at the mall in public, like my one tip is if she's in a group of friends and you're alone, uh-huh. probably don't. Yeah. I mean, I, I have to be honest. Just don't. if you have like the courage from some of your friends and their friends, like yes, that yeah. way your your friends will have your back. Yeah. But okay, this is a <laughs> this is a fucked up story, but oh no, <laughs> I'm just gonna shout out Sophia uh-huh. because Sophia and I were hanging out and we were walking in this outdoor area, and these two guys, I thought both of them were cute, but they like stopped us, and one of them just starts talking to Sophia and is just like, "Hey, you're gorgeous. Can I get your number?" And I was just like, "This is amazing, whatever." And she was like, "I'm sorry, I have a boyfriend, which is what we say when we're just not comfortable, yeah." Um, so we walked away and she was like, why did the, like, why did the not cute one have to ask me out? And I was like, (laughs) and I was like, isn't that so funny? It's like, of course the cute one is like there for moral support, but it's just like, this is a fucked up thing. But it's like, maybe like, don't surround yourself with like... Oh, yeah. don't yeah. surround yourself with hot people. How yeah. dare? Yeah. Like, no, no, no. Um, is it peacocking? It's something like that. Yeah. There's a term for it where you like you get like you surround yourself with that. Uh, that's yeah. Fun. It's you, listen, man. Sophia. All this is all this is <laughs> is, is survival of the fittest, man. It's all like you know we're trying to we're all trying to get the best mate to propagate the human race and all still, that shit. But even so. still, the funny part was like I thought they were both totally cute, uh-huh. and the fact that she didn't she thought one with the one that came up to her she was like oh, yeah. and I was like he was fine. He was, like, yeah. Everybody does he their thing, nice, man. He was nice. He was fine. Uh-huh. And it's just like, 
they're just not your type. Like there's everyone has such a different yep. mm-hmm. like thing that they're looking for. And in so a way, don't take anything personally. Yeah, like, it's really exactly. not about you at all. Think about all your personal beautiful. preferences yeah. and then times that by a billion, and that's what everyone's like. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, and it's kind of a beautiful thing. Everybody, everybody theoretically has a somebody out there, and it's just a process of finding him. Like like we talked about, you know, there's a little there's a little uh, trial and error in that, and that's also, fine. What's the worst part about getting an L? Uh-huh. You get a no. Yeah. That's it. Yeah. Like, usually oh, no, the crying thanks. After. I'm not That's usually the worst part. Oh, okay. <laughs> Fair enough. Yeah. I think I think it's always worth it to try, to go after and see if you can get it. I like, agree. Try, I agree. May as well try. Like yep. the worst thing you can hear is no, thank you. Or yeah. I'm in a relationship. Yeah. And I think you hit on something really really important there is, is don't take it personally because yeah. that's what slows you down. You know what I mean? Like don't yeah. take it personally. It's just it, and and. You don't want to be with somebody that doesn't want to exactly. be with you. Exactly. Yeah. Just because that you, you cute girl at the mall yeah. is not, you're not her type, doesn't mean that you're not somebody else's perfect type. Exactly. Hello? Mm-hmm. Just keep trying. Keep trying. If you would, so basic, I think the, the lesson here is it, you can approach people if yeah. you want. L- try to take some sh- social cues if you guys have yes. actually like made eye contact and you're like, okay, this person at least seems interested in just looking at me. So I could go over there. Yeah. And then from there, just. Take a deep breath, be calm, and if she says no or walks away, it's like that's a pretty good cue of no, and yeah. you should walk away too. Yeah, yeah. yeah try and be on the social cues. There's a lot of times where people are like, "Oh man, that girl was totally flirting with you." I'm like, "Wait, what? Yeah. <laughs> Tell me sooner." I know. Yeah, uh, social I've, do- cues. I've done that. Yeah. <laughs> where I've done the opposite, where I was uh, was at lunch or is it like a dinner with some friends at Mel's Diner? Like we were all like after like we went to like. A, a bar or something and we went back and we were having like fries and I was like oh this is my tinder like I was like asking girls to help me like make my tinder better and then later my friends were like yeah you know that they were both like flirting with you all night so that probably wasn't cool to show them your tinder profile and I was like no that was cool are you kidding they said it wasn't no 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 and so I was like oh damn it no that makes you seem unapproachable unavailable which is very cool ooh I was dabbing all night too but if your friends were like but if your friends were like hey they were flirting with you that would be a good excuse for you to go in on one of them like uh, just try go for try. one of them i got too discouraged because they said oh you shouldn't have done that because that also this is years ago so those people are just friends now so right. it doesn't yeah. matter yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah uh but it was like oh damn that was cool no that's perfect that's <laughs> yeah. perfect always be unapproachable and then when you find out someone's into you then go for it uh-huh. <laughs> cool. seriously yeah. That's, yeah guys you writing this down uh, is that sad <laughs> We got another question here. Um, would someone being a virgin in their 20s deter you from dating them? There's been a lot of debate in my circle of friends over this. Some say to wait until I feel like it's the right time. Others tell me I need to just get it over with. Oh. I'm currently single, uh, have been for almost two years now, and I can't help but feel that this is part of the reason. Thanks, guys. Uh-huh. Love the show. This is a lady. Lady. A yeah. lady. Um, I am uh, always of the opinion that uh, don't, don't just get it over with. Wait. You do you. Yes. You feel, everybody's got their own time. Everybody's got their own ry- rhythm. I have been, um, uh, my mom loves to bring up a story every time I introduce her to somebody about, uh, we went to the aquarium when I was a child with my cousins mm-hmm. and all my cousins went up to the stingray, pet the stingray and petted the stingray and I waited and I watched and I made sure the stingray didn't sting any of those kids and then I went. And that is a good metaphor for basically my entire life <laughs> about how I process most things. I wait, I, I see how it goes for other people. And then I'm like, all right, we'll, we'll see. Point is, everybody has their own rhythm of living. And as long as that doesn't screw up anybody else, 
you're fine. What does it mean when I, I jumped into the stingray tank? Does that mean anything? It means you, well, I mean, then you're breaking the rules. Did you get stung? You, you uh, might, no, I rode them. You might, you <laughs> might, then you might hurt the stingrays, which might make it be a problem. But if the stingrays See, were into it, then... They killed Steve Irwin. <laughs> ah, those bastards. Yeah, you I know jumped what? in there with plastic cutlery from the, uh, from the food court. <laughs> you bastards. <laughs> the 13-year-old's got yeah. a lot of emotion about Steve Irwin. <laughs> uh, but for... Uh, my take, I agree, doesn't yeah. matter. It really doesn't, and people are going to be... I mean, people don't share that opinion, so they'll be shitty about it, but it really, deep down, it doesn't matter. Uh, when you lose your virginity, or... It's so... So many people say this now, but there's so much stupid fucking pressure about it. Yeah. Like, it like, in uh, both directions. In both directions. Yeah. And it's just... It's so... Like, it was special for me, but then when you think about it, it didn't, it didn't need to be as special as that it could have just you could have just taken so much pressure off of each other because it was just like just uh make sure you use birth control yeah just be smart (laughs) yeah but it was just like uh, all these like social things with like friends and stuff i was like yeah actually that was it wasn't worth it to like get that kind of pressure from other people uh yeah it's it's, it comes back to just take your time and do it when you want to do it if you don't like if you're six months into dating someone you still don't feel comfortable with doing it then don't do it like you don't have to be pressured into it even if you're in a relationship like that uh it's fine that you haven't uh had sex uh, if you when you find the person, I hope it's magical. I hope it's really nice, no. uh, not painful or not unfun no. in any way. I hope it's wonderful and magical. Yeah, yeah. I, I got lucky, and when it happened for me, it was it was very like it was very special. And I know there's definitely people I've talked to where it hasn't been. So, yeah. ta da! Yeah, yeah. Dear Madonna, uh-huh. <laughs> and I'm calling you Madonna because of the virgin whore complex. Oh. Yes. <laughs> okay. I completely agree with Sam and DJ. Do you. When you're ready, it will happen. If you're not ready, do not feel pressure. Do not let people pressure you into anything you're not comfortable with. And that goes for anything. Yeah. Um, Especially sex, because I don't know how you were raised. Like, we were all raised differently. Like, for example, I lost my virginity when I was 15 to my gay best friend. (laughs) (laughs) In a construction site next to my house. Nice. (laughs) Was it special? Hell yeah. Uh Because it was my best friend and we just wanted to get it over with. Yeah. I also didn't know he was gay at the time. Oh, okay. That makes things much clearer. He did. He did. That's supportive. That's really supportive. He told me, and I've actually heard this before, like, I don't know why gay guys and I have hooked up. Like, I don't understand. But he was like, if I were ever to date a girl, I would want it to be you. That's so, so flattering. Was just like, I was just like, is that flattering or does that make me really masculine? Which I'm cool with. Yeah. But like, I don't know. It, but it it wasn't a big deal to me. I never let that be a big deal to me, though. No. Like, And I've never been like, I'm going to save myself for marriage. Like... I've always been a sexually active person, but yeah. I would never pressure somebody into that type of thing. And I think, I think you, as long as you make it clear in the beginning that you're not, you're waiting for se- like to have sex. Yeah, I think the more honest you are with people, the better, because mm-hmm. then they can decide if they are comfortable with that or not. Don't lead someone on. There is you my go. Only thing. Yeah. Just don't lead someone on and say, "Hey, maybe I'll be ready in a month." Nope. Don't do that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just be, be honest. I think in general, when it comes to relationships, uh, being honest about expectations or even just dates, even if you're not in a relationship, just be straightforward about what you expect and uh, be open to the other person being honest about what they expect. If those things don't line up, then just don't. Then you the, save dates so much over. time yeah, and then, heartbreak. Exactly. Uh, and, it's, I, and it's hard. It is, yeah, it is hard, it is hard to be that honest because it's it's this is already like a touchy 
area yeah. to talk about in the first place. But it would save you so much time and heartbreak if you just are honest. I will also say, from a, just trying to be a little bit practical, um, sex is a process. Uh, of which you learn about yourself. It depends on you. It depends on you knowing yourself and how you your body functions, and the other. But it also depends on the other person knowing how their body functions. So, like, don't put so much, don't don't put a lot of pressure on it, especially like wanting it to be magical, amazing, because it's, it's it's you're figuring stuff out, especially if it's the first time you're figuring shit out. You know what I mean? So so be open to that. And don't let that uh, spoil the experience for you. Fireworks Do it when went off ready. when I was done. Well, there you go. <laughs> no, I mean, they didn't. Again, <laughs> everybody. My time. Yeah. <laughs> and I was like, and yay. I don't recommend that because it's a fire hazard. But, you know. A wooden uh, plank fell on me when it happened. So I, I gotta, knew it was magic. I'm going to be honest with you. When you said construction site, I got a little stressed out. I was like, I mean, obviously, she's fine. She's here. I'm just. <sighs> Construction site. There's a lot. They're doing constructions outside. It's a I little scary. It's a little hazardous. I jacket on the ground. Like I could have hepatitis <laughs> and not know it. Oh, man. Uh, teenagers. Yeah. <laughs> We're you know creative. what? I will say though, it was a very the way it happened was very sweet mm. because we had dated when we were twelve. We were neighbors, yeah. and we would write each other. We would like play these characters. Like I remember his was like his name was Emmett Davidson was his fake name that I gave to him. I don't. Nice. Why? But we would. He was like called me like Miss Carl or something. I don't know. It was so stupid. But he like wrote me this really nice like poem, and it was just like meet me at the stroke of midnight, and it was like this really romantic thing. So it was just like I met him at the construction site, even though he was like sleeping over at my house that night. And he like <laughs> met outside of my house. It was like very weird. But there nice. is something about like you can set it up to be like perfect, but you'll never. You can't expect perfection yeah, yeah, yeah you'll never know how yeah but i like the down. idea of like making a making a thing out of it that's fun yeah it, it uh, makes it special for you two and yeah. you two alone because it's a it's only a, a one-on-one kind of thing yeah you don't need to involve all your friends mm-hmm. unless that's your thing <laughs> if that's how you want to do it group yeah. Sex. yeah unless that's if you want to go out if you want to go into it as big as possible go for it uh we have a, a tweet here that's kind of like a it's like a rapid fire if you guys are down for that because we're, yeah. we're coming near the, we're the coming, end, yeah, end yeah. of the episode we're getting we're going a little long uh but uh, this one's pretty fun if you guys are ready um hey sam and dj and insert secret special guest hidden name here brie uh i got a couple rapid fire relationship related questions for you you guys ready love it number one what was the first meal you cooked specifically for your significant other do you guys remember? I don't remember. Probably spaghetti. Probably something pretty, pretty <laughs> pasta. basic. Yeah, pasta. Yeah. Pasta's pretty easy. It's hard to mess that up. Yeah. But, uh, the pasta from the movie Chef, John Favreau directed and starred in. He's a chef in it. And yeah. it's a it's a pasta. You Basically, you just finely chop up some garlic. You put some oil in a pan. You throw the garlic in there. Yeah. So it makes your sauce. And you put some uh, salt and pepper. You uh, do al dente noodles. You throw those into the oil so you can cook it with the sauce. And then you serve it and put a couple red pepper flakes Mm. Ooh, it's so easy and it's like also it's it's so easy to make and it's really impressive when you can like make a pasta dish like that and it looks very fancy. It's a it's a good it's a good uh tip. I think cooking for someone is so romantic. Right? And it's I love good. it. Cooking yeah. together is also a blast. Yes. Um and number 2, when did you fully realize your sexual preferences? And now I'm going to just I'm going to narrow this down to when did you kind of like make a decision or come to the realization mainly of like, "Hey, I'm mainly into uh, yeah. girls or boys or whatever because what I, I don't know if I've ever said this I think I said it on SourceFed but I'm fine with saying it here there was a time when I was like I might like boys and I was like but then I like I thought about it and I was like ah, if, I, if we kiss I'm like I don't know if I want to feel her 
face on my face. I don't think I like that. And I'm like, I don't know if I like. And I tried to go further into the ideas, and I was like, I don't know if that like. I guess I like girls. And I was basically, yeah. I was like, well, I should at least think about it because like there, I know people who are gay. And I'm like, am I? And I spent like three weeks. I was like, I'm like trying to like figure it out. And then I kind of came to the decision. Yeah, I uh, uh, when I was growing up, uh, that was during the time where people used uh, calling. Uh, boys gay is like oh you're gay is like a and like a diss yeah. yeah and it and it costs like thing like could like i like being gay is something you could catch like could i be gay and it stressed me the fuck out mm-hmm. and that probably should have been a realization that if it stressed me out that much it probably wasn't on the menu for me mm. <laughs> so it's never really been a it's never it's it was never really a thing mm. yeah yeah no. everything is so like heterosexual like the advice I would like listen to Love Line with Dr. Drew yeah. and, like, when I was in high school and I always knew I liked girls and boys yeah. but I knew I th- that I felt sexual feelings for women but the way they would describe it on like Love Line is like you can be a straight woman and have and like feel sexual about girls and that's you're still straight uh-huh. and so well, I that's al- confusing I know yeah. Yeah. And so yeah like growing up I was always like I will date guys but you know sometimes when I'm like masturbating or having sex i'm thinking about girls too like that's just how straight girls do it yeah and I, then after high school well i i fell in love with this girl in high school oh there you go it was unrequited oh um, i know <laughs> I, trust me i know yeah. um but right after high school i was like i think i i think i like both and then i came out as bisexual and then i was like even that doesn't do it justice like the word bisexual doesn't cover everything and then i was like oh maybe i'm pansexual but now i think bisexual is a huge umbrella of sexuality and i think it stands for you like everybody regardless of gender which was what pansexual was at the time yeah and i just hated the word pansexual so i was bi Uh yeah i kind of don't don't like we i I feel like the the labels have gotten a little out of control yeah it's kind of like it's we i think we've all we're on the same page it's a spectrum yeah you you do you. I, I I feel like with most sex stuff, it's like, hey man, as long as you're not hurting anybody, you do you. That's why we like the word <laughs> queer now. Is like I like that word it's too. Such a good it's, way to describe you. Like, it's fun to say. It's a fun word to say. And if it, if it, if it's a good way to describe that group of people and they like it. I'm all for it because it's go. a fun. It's a fun term to say. That's a win-win. Yeah, and it's like reclaiming the word too. That's a point, right? Definitely. Yeah. Yeah. And a lot of a lot of my female friends that are bisexual go by gay too yeah which is fine like i guess it's it's not lesbian like if you're a lesbian you like women yeah yeah so gay is like you kind of just define it however yeah you just be like i'm a little gay a little gay a little gay today i feel a little gay yeah exactly oh yeah (laughs) and that might listen that might be the thing like like again you do you and if if you want to try something as long as the other person's comfortable with that and everybody's comfortable that's the big thing you figure it out together i just hate when people say experimenting mm. i hate that word i'm like it, it's okay if you yeah. have feelings for the same sex yeah it's okay. i wouldn't yeah. call it experiment any sexual experience is it's an, an experiment, experiment that yeah yeah so. man ooh, science is sexy <laughs> it's like oh wait ugh. let's make this as what would be a better what would be a, me on, uh, what would be a better what would be a better way of phrasing it or contextualizing i guess is the, what i'm trying to ask mm. have a sexual experience yeah. i mean any yeah. hookup, just yeah. Hook up. yeah, hook it up. Yeah, I hooked up with the dude. Yeah. Yeah. I hooked up, girl. I hooked yeah. up I was with really, girl. Like, uh, yeah, I was really into that dude, and I just we just we made out, up. and I wasn't feeling it, and so yeah. we stopped. Yeah, exactly. hooked up. All right, yeah. Uh, and I did want to bring. Uh, actually, you brought this up, and I just wanted to ask. I remember because I remember that like 
that was like a thing that people said was like, oh no, you could be straight, like a woman could be straight, but also like having a sexual experience with a woman isn't cheating. And I was like, that's cheating. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I was like, like another person. Yeah. yeah. And I was like, I, and I felt like a square because I was like, but you just, you want to have sex with somebody else. And it's like, but we're in a relationship and we're not in an open relationship. So, and we agree with that. Like if I wouldn't made out with a girl, you wouldn't be happy about that. Yeah. And when you make out with a girl, I'm not happy about that because yep. it's another person. It's definitely person. a way of minimizing someone's sexuality. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. I mean, yeah. In my relationships with guys, they're uh-huh. always like, no, please don't hook up with the girl. Yeah. Yeah. Please don't. Like, yeah. they know. They understand. Yeah. But a lot of people are like, I'd be cool with it. And I'm like, all right. But then when your girlfriend falls in love with that other girl, what are you going to do? Yeah. yeah. I, like, I think a lot of that stuff is informed by, by our, the uh, traditionally male-dominated culture. Because guys are like, yeah, I get making out with women. And then, like, making out with dudes like, it. wait, no, that's not cool. It's like, well, it's hypocritical but whatever totally <laughs> there's actually grownish which is an amazing show by the way oh that's a spinoff from blackish right yes great. and i love both shows but grownish is next level like it's such a great teen show that's almost like it really pushes the boundaries of what you can get away with on television cool. because like the minor spoiler like our lead character is like on adderall and uh-huh. she's not medicated like she's not prescribed adderall so yes. it's like i mean it's just like very real of like the college experience but there is a character on the show that is a bisexual woman and she starts dating a bisexual man and she can't come to terms with the fact that he's been with men even though yeah, she's been weird. with other women and so i think the way they covered it is really good and she's like i know i'm a hypocrite but it's almost like, I just feel like if you're into men, then how can I ever compete? And he's like, that sounds like a you being insecure problem. Yeah, yeah. it, it she is. like, oh. Which I think is exactly what that is. Yeah. yeah. Oh, so it was not that they were both currently dating other people as well. It they was were dating that, each other. Yeah. And he had been with other men. Yeah. And yeah. she had been with other women. But she was like, I don't know if I can get behind you being with other guys. Yeah. That's weird. Which I Great think story, is, though. No. I mean, it's, I mean, it's, yeah, I'm in a bisexual group. And the guys that are in the bisexual group, I feel like they have it worse than the girls do. Because they're always like, everyone just thinks I'm gay. Uh-huh. But I like yeah. women, too. Yeah. And I'm like, yeah, uh-huh. I can so see that but i remember that bi erasure is just a huge thing right now yeah it's just an interesting way of uh, how culturally we view those things differently it's just it's just in, we're in an interesting time where we're kind of exploring that stuff and I, i'm really excited to see i hope that we grow from it yeah <laughs> i had just a, be with whoever you want to be with yeah, exactly i was a, i had a growing experience like a couple of years ago like i went on like a trip with some friends and like there's a guy like and i mainly only know one person so everybody else was new people and they were so nice and there's this guy there who was like flirting with all the girls and i was like oh he's like the cool you know he's a he's a good looking guy he's, oh, he's a cool guy them. and oh, then like cool guy. and then we were at a bar and then he put his hand on my leg and i was like oh <laughs> No, thank you. But like, yeah. I was just like, I'm like, oh. And then later, uh, he tried to like, he tried to buy me a drink. I'm like, oh no, 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 it's okay. Like, and like, th- then I figured it out that I'm like, oh, you, you're bisexual. And I'm like, I don't know if I was just like, I guess it was the first guy I met that was bisexual. I don't know. Nah. It was just a fun story that I was like, oh, yeah. <laughs> I was like, I wasn't threatened because he was just kind of he was being casual about it. But then yeah. I just like moved his hand in and he didn't do anything else. And I was like, oh, that's fine. But uh, it was just a funny experience for me. Another question: uh, Is there one interest or hobby that you need to have in common with the person with whom you're pursuing in a relationship? It's a great question. Do you need to have something in common? I mean, you, I I think that for me, um, interests. Yeah, for me, I always like to be challenged by people. So I've always gravitated toward people that share different interests. Like uh, my wife, um, but she hadn't. 
uh, uh, hadn't seen any Indiana Jones films until I introduced him to her or um, didn't, didn't know anything about comics or any of that stuff. Uh, to me, what matters more, that's superficial stuff, what matters more that you should have in common is similar belief systems, similar values, similar core stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, um, and because that's the, that's the stuff that you're going to argue about when you get deeper in the relationship. If they don't want to watch uh black panther with you that's fine <laughs> um yeah. uh but like especially if you grow deep like in this case we're talking about my wife like i mean black panther is have... a bad example but, if yeah, someone doesn't want to watch it, it then depends. they're if, canceled yeah, if, they, if uh if if they if they were down to watch spider-man and thor and guardians of the galaxy but for some reason black panther is the one then maybe Ooh, yeah, 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 yeah. um but uh but like um you know for the deeper relationship is like do you want to have kids in the future yes uh religious beliefs uh core core make or break things that stuff i think is important but like i i i like having people in my life that are interested in different things and pursue different things uh because because it's it's like an avenue i feel like a majority of my brain space is used up on the stuff that i'm into so it's like an avenue it's access to things that that i don't have access to so it feel it's it's like a growth thing it feels really good to me to have people in my life that are into different things mm-hmm. i like that too i feel the same way the one thing i can't be without though is someone has they have to be able to take a joke yeah, yeah. they need that like I need, or a, I need sense, a of sense of humor, of humor. that's so it's required yeah, like you could get past like everything else, and like if they have other interests, like like you're totally. saying, it, it, yeah. it, at least it it enriches your life to get to learn about that kind of thing. And it's always like I get into like nerdy uh, passion mode where you're just like vomiting things that you love, and you're like, and then as far as I can tell, like and like when we talk about, it, I'm like, I'm sorry, I got a little too excited, and they're like, no, 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 it's fun to talk about that. And then when they can do it back about something that they really care about, uh, like it's just so. I don't know, like, it makes you fall in love with the person just to see, like, them have that much of, uh, like, drive. I guess yeah. drive is also a really important thing. It's like, I don't want to, I don't want to just, like, spin our wheels. I want, like, things moving forward for both of us. Like, it doesn't have to be, like, us moving forward to, like, a, a more intimate relationship. It's just our lives are moving forward. Somewhere. Yeah. So that's yeah. pretty I important. Was, um, I, I was raised in a pretty uh, religious community, and there's this sense of, like, the women, like, existed for, for the men like there's like I'm gonna be a home which there's nothing wrong being a homemaker if that's your jam yeah uh, but it was one of those like ooh I'm gonna need somebody with goals <laughs> like yeah. I'm gonna need somebody who has goals that uh, that that don't necessarily have to include me like they have their own ambitions uh, but again that's something uh, that's not like a catch all that you have to find those things that are make it break for you and then find somebody that matches those things yeah Yay. I mean it's like me and Steve we are so different yeah <laughs> but I'll listen to him nerd out about something and he'll listen to me like go on and on about makeup and like we've gotten to the point where it's like I'm obsessed with skincare and I've sort of gotten him a little bit obsessed with skincare and he's gotten me a little bit obsessed with like the nerdy things that he's into so it's just very nice to like like be exposed to different things yeah i love learning new things yeah. and i feel like with steve it's always like a new thing i'm learning about and same goes for him he's yeah. in so many into so many niche like nerdy things too I so know. you always learn something yeah <laughs> and we actually do have a lot in common like when it comes to taste in movies and tv like we do have very similar tastes legion yeah. you watch legion i yeah i watched legion Did you i like liked it? the first few episodes and then it got 
too weird. I gotcha. Oh, it's super fucking weird. I had weird. to get, I had to stop at like episode six. I yeah. was just like, eh, that's good. Hey, I get it. My, uh, yeah. yeah, that was a big learning curve for my wife when she watched Blue Velvet with me. And oh, she's like, I, I can't. I, I love it too. It's one of my favorite movies of all time. She's like, I can't do these type of thing. I'm like, that's cool. I get it. I'm not gonna I'm not gonna judge you for that. I'm just saying I'm way into it. Last uh, night we watched Being John Malkovich, which oh, I shit. hadn't seen since I was like fifteen years old. And I remember when I saw it, I was like, this is too weird for my taste. It's yeah. like too meta. And last night we watched it and I felt the exact same way about it. I was like, this is just I don't know. Yeah. I don't know if I'm down with this. I understand. I respect it. And he was just like, oh it's even better than I remember. And I was like, oh but she like this poor woman is like trying to be trapped in this man's body so she can be with the woman she loves. And uh-huh. there's like some fucked up things about that. Yeah. It's just like, it's a little problematic, yeah. but uh, I'm not going to judge anyone for liking it. I uh, showed uh, my girlfriend uh, Happy, yeah. which is a show. I haven't gotten there. I don't think, I'm not, I'm, I it's think. Yeah. by Brian Taylor who did Crank and he did Mom and Dad, which is a movie that. Uh, Loved it. Yeah. yeah. So it's that, but no. it's uh, the premise, <laughs> quick premise, uh, Hitman who used to be a cop. Uh, there's a hit out on him and he almost dies and when he wakes up in the ambulance he can see an imaginary friend of a little girl who got kidnapped and the Im- imaginary friend flew away to go get him for some reason to go get this girl back from being kidnapped by this evil methed out Santa yeah. and like from there it just spirals into the most absurd storytelling ever it's Christopher Maloney too who plays the from SVU and everything it's so funny yeah. it's so fucking weird and really violent like it's like there's points when like it's just imaginary meth fan uh, friend land it's so weird yeah I showed that to her. She enjoyed it. I'm like, oh, yeah. all right. Now we're going to try something else. We're yeah. going to try like mom and dad and we're going to go there further. You go. Yeah. <laughs> uh, last one, really quick. Uh, and I'm going to paraphrase one of these questions. Weirdest encounter with a significant other's parent. Have you ever had like a first meeting? I uh, It was a long distance. I went to, they took me to a pizza place. Oh, wait, no. Oh, oh I just came <laughs> rushing back. Uh, sorry. Uh, I, I, we were talking about movies. Um, and we were at this restaurant. It was it was already kind of awkward. Like we were just trying to like you know loosen up. So we talked about favorite favorite TV shows, and it was um, uh, uh they brought up Survivor, and I was like, oh, yeah, I was so bummed when I found out like that's all fake. And then they were like, what? And I'm like, oh well, yeah, it's fake. It's like they like they are on the island, but they go to like the Radisson at the end of the day of shooting. They don't stay out at night. Like they just do pickup shots, and like everyone got quiet. And like I was like, oh. You just told ruined, Santa's just ruined, not real. I just ruined their favorite show. I'm like, and then later she's like, "Why'd you say that?" I'm like, "I don't, I don't know. Like, I don't. I thought I was. I thought we were gonna like dig into that. Like, I yeah. thought everyone knew." And they're like, "Well, no, you're just an LA person who knows that like things are not are, are fake like that." I'm like, "Well, no. It's just like look at it. Are you, yeah. are you seriously thinking they're gonna put people through that? Like, yeah. no, of people course should know. Yes. they should know the truth. And you yeah. just you just ignore that and you just watch the thing so you can enjoy it because it's your thing. But I'm sorry. I like it was the most like I've never like." You could just feel that silence, like rest on your heart. You're like, it's hard to breathe in here. Uh, let's eat my pizza, drink my liter of coke that's on the There's table. There's nothing worse than like the conversation, you, like some, like me killing a conversation. Yeah. Like, there's no worse oh. feeling than being like, I ruined it for everybody. Yeah. <laughs> I hate that. Also, I dated somebody, and I was like, I knew they were like more conservative, and I and I walked in their house, and there was a big portrait of Ronald Reagan and George W. Bush, and their dog's name was Reagan, and like it was oh, just like wow, American hardcore. And to be like, fair, Reagan's a cute name for a dog. It is. And Reagan and, is a cute. And name I, that's for what I had always heard. I was like, oh, that's cute. It's like a it's like yeah. a poodle with curly hair, and, I, and then I was like, oh no, oh, no. It's like it's like that like. 
like weird cult pen you go to with, yeah like, it's like they obsess over like lincoln and stuff and like we were sitting there and they're like we got to watch uh like uh we were, like i don't know we were watching tv and i just like i kept looking around and i'm like just more and more patriotic stuff they're like when they go to the grandma's house in ladybird yeah. yeah yeah and it wasn't like it was but it yeah. was it wasn't so much like uh i don't know it was it was just it was more about republican reagan era that kind of celebration yeah. stuff and it was like huh we had we grew up differently didn't yeah. we yeah. <laughs> you live right down the street but this is yeah. totally different from my home yeah what are you guys as long oh. as Glenn Beck's not on the TV, like that's fine. You could, yeah, uh, you could do. <laughs> yeah, uh, I will say, my ex's grandfather was very creepy with me. Like he would always just straight up hit on me. Like there was, and it like every the whole family would laugh, and I'd be like, oh, "This is weird. I don't like this." Don't and he would just me. be like, "He'd be like, oh, when we get together one day, and it would be like you're 85 years old. Like what are you talking about?" And he would always like. He would always sit in this chair, and so whenever I, we would come over to their house, and I would go say hi and give him a hug, he would like pull me down onto his lap. No, that's not. And he'd cool. be like, "All right, this that's is where okay. he's gonna sit for the rest of the night." Oh, and I was that's just weird. Like, oh, I don't like this. Yeah. But he's dead now. Uh, yeah. Not my ex, but the grandpa. <laughs> the grandpa. Oh no, he, yeah. <laughs> the grandpa lived. <laughs> <laughs> grandpa lived everybody. Grandpa's still around, pattering uh, around. I. Hmm. I, I don't know if I had any like weird relationship. I did have. Uh, there was a girl that I was kind of into. and was kind of into me. It never really resulted in anything because because I was weird in high school. Hell yeah. uh, but her dad was my boss. Oh no! At the time, yeah. Oh no no. Yeah, and there was a lot of like there was a lot of growing up. Like a lot of parents were like, "Oh, why why isn't my daughter into a guy like you?" And it's like, well, maybe because of shit like that. You know, yeah. maybe uh, maybe that doesn't. Give girls in high school the best impression when the when you're the the parents' pet or whatever. Um, but uh, now my wife's mom doesn't speak any English, and I don't speak any Spanish. Wow! So it's great. I don't get to know. It's not till later that I find out that like uh, my mother-in-law said some shit, and it's like oh, I don't I don't care now. <laughs> We're not. Right. You got to yeah. secretly do Rosetta Stone. You just learn like a little. I'm bit trying, of- man. I'm trying yeah. to get it. Then. To, honestly, like that's my favorite. I want to like secretly learn a language and not tell anybody yeah. about it, just so I can hear what shit people are talking. Yeah, I, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I've been I, every day. I take French lessons, and like it's through Duolingo, so that's. About as helpful as just reading a French book and being like, "Uh huh, I know what that says." But yeah. it's like if like I heard people talking on the on a on an elevator once, and I was like, "Oh, I'm gonna get some shit." And they were quiet and they whispered one thing, and I was like, "Talking about watching like American Idol later in their room." Uh, I was like, "Fuck, that yeah. was so not worth it." I'm not, uh, in the future. It was in, it was in L.A. too, so I was like, "Ha ha, you can't <laughs> see by moment. me." Yeah. yeah, it was like, "No, they said stupid shit." <laughs> it was a bummer. But uh, guys, thank you for joining us. This is a yeah, fun, this, this is a fun a episode. We got some so fun. We got some serious stuff. We got some fun stuff. It's always fun to like dig into like embarrass. <gasps> uh, just, uh, <laughs> it was same. It was the long distance relationship where like that parent thing happened, and yeah. then I went out for a wedding that they had like between friends, and like we got there late already, so we missed the ceremony. But they had just done the procession, and I was like. And my girlfriend at the time was like, hey, go get us drinks. And it was over the runner. The If you guys don't know the runner is where you roll down the aisle. And yeah. it's like the, it could be like paper or like a plastic or something like that. And I was like after they'd all left. But I was the first person to stand up. And so I was walking over to get a drink. And I tripped on the runner. And it ripped all the way down the middle. And everyone in, everyone in the wedding turned and looked at me. And I, uh, I went back. And I was like, I just sat right back down. I didn't say anything. People laughed. 
And I was like, I, I have, I, I can't be here for long. We only stayed for about an hour. She said hi to her friends and we left. And it was one of the most embarrassing things that has ever happened in my entire life. I had to get that out there because it came rushing back, like getting hit in the face by a wave at the beach. So, uh, yeah, I have, uh, there's been plenty of embarrassing moments. You know what? Let's do an episode where we just dig in as deep as we can possibly do. Let's do an episode where it's what keeps us up at night. (laughs) Mistakes Uh, from our past. Yeah. They're my favorite when you're driving. You're just like, uh, you just like kind of like grit your teeth and you're like just every day I'm nauseous over my mistakes yeah. every day good I'm glad we're all in it together I'm glad we're all in it together like something yeah. slips out and you're like what why did why did that yeah. oh good it's, it's gonna ruin my life for the rest of my life we were talking about time travel uh, last week and it's always like would you go back and stop Hitler like no that one embarrassing thing I did I'd go back and fix that shit <laughs> I'd give my young self a list of everything it's like these are the date and time you're gonna do this stupid ass shit yeah. and you're gonna need to fix that you're yeah. gonna need to control yourself but do that. as we talked about earlier that's what makes us grow that's what makes us learn failure is an important part of growing so don't be afraid of making mistakes and making a fool of yourself Just as long as you don't hurt anybody or hurt yourself Go out there, give it a try. What, like what Bree said, what's the worst that can happen? Somebody says no. Yeah. There you go, Bree. Mm-hmm. Thank you so much for joining us. This thank is a blast. Play, when we plan out the embarrassing one, the one of the things yeah. I love that what keeps us up at night, and it's yeah. just like so, that would be a great spinoff. Yeah. That is a great spinoff. What keeps you up at night? And just like, oh yeah, so like what time? Yeah. I, like I sneeze. <gasps> Uh, fun no, fact. So you're going to save it for later. You're no, no, no. Later. I got to say, it. I sneezed in the shower this week and I looked down and uh, apparently I had, a, I, I had a bloody nose and so I was covered in my own blood and I was like, should I take a picture and send it to somebody and say there's an emergency? <laughs> the that answer something. to that is yes. yes. I shut up. I shut up. It was that so scary. That should keep you up at night. Uh, yeah. <laughs> uh, but Brie, where can the people find you? You can find me at Brie Esrig on everything that includes YouTube and if you want to watch my drunk movie reviews, check them out on my channel. If you want to be in my drunk movie reviews download the stardust app baby hey. and you can you know i'm putting people on my channel for it so rad. it's pretty it's fun i want to start my own movie club and tv show club Dope. i love it i think that's rad i think so too yeah that's so cool sam what about you at sam basher everywhere that matters i do a lot of breakdowns over at new rock stars that's a youtube channel talk about uh, Marvel things uh, and uh, DJ where they can, where you can they find, find me, you you can find me at DJ Talks Trash every place that matters but also go and check out chaostheorycomic.com where you can sign up to the newsletter for my new comic that's coming out later this year There's Ooh. some I've got some really cool exciting stuff I want to announce on Monday there's going to be a new announcement on Monday uh, probably at 1pm uh, uh, Pacific Standard Time on Monday so if you haven't yet signed up for the newsletter for that to get more updates on that comic very cool also remember uh, live event on February 28th in Seattle at what is the name? Uh, at Outsider Comics and Geek Boutique. Very cool. And we'll be at Emerald City Comic Con so you can just see us walking around the floor and we'll be talking, about, uh, talking to a bunch of creators and actors and whatever and we just want to take pictures with you guys and hang out. It'll be a blast. And then merch. Keep yeah. an eye out for that. There's, there's going to be an announcement hopefully, probably next week. Yes. So keep an eye out for that. Uh, Bree, thank you once again. We love you guys and we'll see you next time.